Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 759. When I experienced these sufferings for the first time, it was like this. After the annual vows, on a certain day, during prayer, I saw a great brilliance, and issuing from the brilliance, rays which completely enveloped me. Then, suddenly, I felt a terrible pain in my hands, my feet, and my side, and the thorns of the crown of thorns. I experienced these sufferings during Holy Mass on Friday, but this was only for a brief moment. This was repeated for several Fridays, and later on, I did not experience any sufferings up to the present time, that is, up to the end of September of this year. In the course of the present illness, during Holy Mass one Friday, I felt myself pierced by the same sufferings, and this has been repeated on every Friday and sometimes when I meet a soul that is not in the state of grace. Although this is infrequent and the suffering lasts a very short time, still it is terrible, and I would not be able to bear it without a special grace from God. There is no outward indication of these sufferings. What will come later, I do not know. All this for the sake of souls. November 21st, 1936. Jesus, you see that I am neither gravely ill nor in good health. You fill my soul with enthusiasm for action, and I have no strength. The fire of your love burns in me, and for what I cannot accomplish by physical strength, love will compensate. Jesus, my spirit yearns for you, and I desire very much to be united with you, but your works hold me back. The number of souls that I am to bring to you is not yet complete. I desire toil and suffering. Let everything you have planned before the ages be fulfilled in me. O my Creator and my Lord, it is only your word that I understand. It alone gives me strength. Your Spirit, O Lord, is the Spirit of peace, and nothing troubles my depths because you dwell there, O Lord. I know that I am under your special gaze, O Lord, I do not examine with fear your plans regarding me. My task is to accept everything from your hand. I do not fear anything. Although the storm is raging and frightful bolts strike all around me, and I then feel quite alone, yet my heart senses you and my trust grows, and I see all your omnipotence which upholds me. With you, Jesus, I go through life, amid storms and rainbows, with a cry of joy, singing the song of your mercy. I will not stop singing my song of love until the choir of angels picks it up. There is no power that can stop me in my flight toward God. I see that even the superiors do not always understand the road along which God is leading me, and I am not surprised at this. Once, I saw Father Sapochko praying 
as he was reflecting on these matters. Then I saw how a ring of light appeared suddenly above his head. Although distance separates us, I often see him, especially as he works at his desk, despite his fatigue. November 22, 1936. Today, during confession, the Lord Jesus spoke to me through the lips of a certain priest. This priest did not know my soul, and I only accused myself of my sins. Yet he spoke these words to me. Accomplish faithfully everything that Jesus asks of you, despite the difficulties. Know that, although people may be angry with you, Jesus is not angry and never will be angry with you. Pay no attention to human opinion. This instruction surprised me at first, but I understood that the Lord was speaking through him without his realizing it. O holy mystery, what great treasures are contained in you! O holy faith, you are my guidepost. November 24th. Today, I received a letter from Father Sopochko. I learned from it that God himself is conducting the whole affair. And as the Lord has begun it, so will he continue to carry it along. And the greater the difficulties which I see, the more am I at peace. Oh, if in this whole matter the glory of God and the profit to souls were not greatly served, Satan would not be opposing it so much but he senses what he is going to lose because of it. I have now learned that Satan hates mercy more than anything else. It is his greatest torment. Still, the word of God will not pass away. God's utterance is living. Difficulties will not suppress the works of God, but show that they are God's. Here, St. Faustina writes of experiencing spiritual pains, the, the pains of Jesus' wounds. She experienced this for the first time when she made her uh, first vows, her first temporary vows in 1928. She is now experiencing them again eight years later on different occasions, especially on Fridays and during Mass. She is a victim soul, and so she unites her sufferings with that of Jesus. And he wants her to experience what he experienced on the cross. Faustina writes of wanting to fulfill her mission and to do all that Jesus asks of her. She longs to be with Jesus forever, but she knows she still has work to do here on earth. And she knows that Jesus is working with her and helping her. She runs into occasional obstacles such as her superiors not understanding what Jesus asks of her, but she accepts these crosses. Faustina tells of being guided by a priest in a very powerful way because Jesus, in fact, is speaking through the priest. Uh, the sacrament of reconciliation is a very powerful sacrament because Jesus is the true minister of the sacrament. Jesus uses the priest as his instrument we should pray for the priests when we go to confession, just as St. Faustina does. And in a letter from Father Sapochko, she hears how the work of mercy is progressing. Uh, it is God's work, 
and he uses his instruments to fulfill his plan. And then finally, St. Faustina writes that mercy is the key that will prepare the world for Jesus' second coming and the ultimate defeat of Satan. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.